Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's hot. Real hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. This is hot. It's so damn hot. Not. Like, As per every week, Brady Boy, Hot or Not is with us again for another week. By the way, I'm just transgressing here before we get to this. You want to talk about Australian talent. When what you and I in the background here is basketball nuffies, we've got some college basketball, in which you don't watch. It's the quarterfinals of the ACC tournament. Um, Tyrese Proctor, the young Australian boy, is an absolute beauty. He's the point guard for the mighty Duke Blue Devils, the biggest name in college basketball. He's had nine points, nine assists. He's 18 years of age, six foot five. He'll be in the NBA in two years. This is just naught. There's so many of these players. This basketball revolution happening in Australia at the moment is absolutely bonkers. And I can't undersell it. It's quite amazing. Hot or not time. That wasn't one of the stories we're going to go with. Now, okay, this is interesting. Mm. Link's done some beauties here this morning. Questions. Hot or not. The public scrutiny over Australia's first two test matches against India was a massive overreaction. Hot or not. Not. I agree. Yeah. Look, I deserved it. I I said before that... um, that some of the media comment, uh, some of the media commentary on, <clears throat> excuse me, on Andrew McDonald has been, and the team's been a little harsh because they have been without Cameron Green, who's yep. who's absolutely huge. We for think him. he's their best player. Cummins has obviously been out. He's obviously huge for them, um, but they've done themselves no favours. On the flip side of that, no. non-selection of Travis Head in the first test was one of the biggest selection blunders of all time. Um, on par with leaving out the greatest batsman of all time, Usman Khawaja. For an, ex- for an extended period, that's the exaggeration that we yes. that we're allowed on radio. Full, cr- full egg mayonnaise. Um, and then, yeah, it's been it's been diabolical. Um, the the preparation is is the biggest one. I think that um, you know the, the the old the old stories of of Matthew Hayden and his preparation leading into oh. India and his success over there. Um, should should be the blueprint for any Indian series. You know, the, some of those stories are are remarkable. That effectively based himself at the Gabba for a, a month every day, and 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 got the curator there to to mess up some wickets. He had spinners coming in from all over the place, and he would emulate a day's play. So he would start at ten, bat through to twelve. 40 minutes for, for lunch, come back for a second session, 20 minutes for tea, come back Amazing. for a third session. Six hours a day he was batting. You talked to him about and this, And sweeping, sweeping, yep. and sweeping and sweeping and sweeping and sweeping. And throughout that time, he, he then goes to India with this understanding of what line, what length, what can yes. I access? And he executes it um, perfectly. So uh, like we spoke about before, the, the, the Australian fixture, the way it stands with the, the, with the huge importance placed on the BBL doesn't allow for our test team to actually maximise its performance beyond the BBL. Yes. And that, and that's a huge problem. It is. I agree. And it, it's, a, it's a different 
dynamic, of course, since uh, the great Matthew Hayden was playing. And those BBL factors are huge in this whole conversation, aren't you? But preparation for these big tours, India and England, got to get it better. What's the next one, mate? Well, yeah, hot or not to you, David. The off-season for the Jack Jumpers going into Season 3 is the biggest yet. Oh, I think this is hot. I think this is steaming hot. Uh, like, you look That's at it hot. now. The first year, they did an amazing job and they put together a team of almost nomads. Not nomads, but they they didn't have time to get a list together. They almost had to rush it together and they did such an amazing job. Made a grand final. What an incredible performance that we'll always remember. Um a couple of changes in the, obviously, list last year, in particular with Rashad Kelly coming in, Milton Doyle. Uh, Milton Doyle, a huge tick. Rashad Kelly, I'm not going to say a cross, but, I yeah, I can't see a role where Kelly probably returns. And I think we saw they needed that second scorer, did they? You need, when the game was on the line against the Breakers, they didn't have a, you know, look, McVeigh was playing a terrific game, but they didn't have that second import punch that was going to give you a kick quick 10 or 12 points. I think it's massive. Josh Brookhouse Adams. has gone. Josh well, you know, my thoughts on Josh Can Adams. We, is there a way that Josh Adams comes back? Uh, based on... Because I, I feel like Doyle Adams is a combo. Oh, of course it is. That's so a combo. Hang on. I've, I've said that in the first week. Milton Doyle playing. Imagine if you had Adams next door to him. Well, because Doyle's got, got the ball handling chops to, to yep. be able to create... Adams is a is a great secondary he's a player, scorer. and but he's a scorer. He is, and so shooting guard. And so if Doyle's collapsed on or is getting you know bogged down, Mate. you kick it to Adams and he create he's he can be a creator and a, and a shot maker. I'm, I'm I think all, that, I'm I think they fit in. perfectly. But he's I, a little small the defensively. Per, the personality, yeah, but he, he's gritty enough when he when he wound it up defensively at the back end of the year two years ago. He was he was okay, scrappy enough. Um, Majet, the good thing about Majet is is that. When he's playing well, he doesn't turn the ball over, mm. and he's and he's got great hands. He'll get in there and he'll disrupt. He'll steal, lead leaguer and steals. Yeah, but his efficiency, um, I've got Majet not returning. Yeah, I think one one of one of the knocks on Majet's game is just his lack of want to score. You know, so he'll 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 drive and find himself open. He'll have floaters available to him. He can he could kiss it off the window layout. He doesn't really have a floater. But he wants to he does. rather than shoot, he yep. doubles around he and, does. and it's time and they've got to reset and then the offense kind of looks a little clunky in that last seven yep. seconds. So, you know, bringing in someone who who has that offensive skill set of Majet. Yes. Um but with you know the, the ability to create the lack of turnovers, the polish, but with the ability to score inside, right. I think yeah. opens up a, a yeah. You know, which is why I quite liked um, Isaac White yep. as uh, as as a point guard option because he 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 gets in there and can score it, but he's also got the ability to get it out as well. Agree. All right, hit me up. Sorry, I, I just completely stole your question. No, you didn't. I, I, I hijacked it. No, not at all. Who's up now? Where are you. we? So, Here hot we or not, David? Yes, that's me. Usman Khawaja is the best batsman of all time. No. Sorry. You hang on. Let's do a game. We're allowed a bit of pepper. Full egg. Usman Khawaja, hot or not, is the best batsman in Australia. Comfortably. Hot. Comfortably. Mm. And I'm sorry to Stephen Smith, and I'm sorry to Marnus Labashank. Both excellent players. Usman Khawaja, as an all-round conditioned player... He's number one. He's 35 years of age. So 
Can he keep rolling to 36-37? You know why? He probably can because he's so still at the crease. When I watch Usman, he's just laconic, isn't he? He stands there. Um, he's in no hurry. Mm. Um, he's not He's not a whirlwind player. He's just so beautifully balanced. I, I think that's hot as a pistol. Well, one of the challenges for him, and yeah, we've heard Ricky Ponting speak about this over the last period, is that... It just goes quickly. It does. It almost, it does. almost overnight, and we're seeing it a little bit with David Warner. Yeah, well, uh, a little bit. Well, yeah, we got that double hundred. That'll buy him three or four years, and and a whole host of awards that that'll come with it. But Ricky Ponting speaks about it happening fast. Yes. So, and, and and Usman's in the in that age bracket where it could be the next series. Let's hope it's not the Ashes series where it, where it evades him. Let's hope he gets through that. But uh, he's been. Stunning. It happened fast with Punter and, of course, his last test against South Africa. And I remember watching Adelaide. Was that the last test? Dale Steyn just had him absolutely rattled, mm. you know, as he got towards that back end of his career. Hot or not, sticking with cricket here, Brett, you know my thoughts on this young man. Cameron Green is on the cusp of one of the most successful cricket careers in modern Australian history. Oh. Do you know what, Link? I'm only going to take out the modern. I'm just going to go Australian cricket history. This is a really difficult one. Every part of me wants to wants to roll hot because I love him. He's awesome. He's, he's everything. You, he's Jacques Callis. He's everything. He you, he's yep. everything you want in a cricketer. Yep. He gets your five and a hundred. He's tall. He's yep. handsome. Yep. Uh, he Great catch, fielder. He catches them. Buckets. He bowls a fast. <laughs> he, he just is. He's the complete cricketer. He might average forty five. But I feel that by saying hot and the media narrative will will only place this huge expectation on a career that's just getting started and I would love to see him build be able to build into it yep. he, he's terrific no doubt and he's got all the attributes he's effectively Shane Watson when Shane Watson burst onto the scene unfortunately for Shane his body uh, let him down a little bit from a bowling perspective but when Shane came through he was 143 oh, kilometres an hour rapid. one of the most beautiful batters you've, you've ever seen and Cameron Green is exactly the same he has Jacques Callis potential a little bit misunderstood too Shane Watson everyone loved him he's a good human wasn't he everyone a good as your your no reaction from there <laughs> well what and I very different yes what uh, is very serious very uh, deter, you know, I shouldn't say I'm not determined, but um, we we didn't really click as okay. as, as teammates. Um, but I, I was young and immature, and he was young and extremely mature. Yeah, so I should have been. And more now like you're old, no, you're yeah. old, immature, interesting combination. Old, immature. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, now, I'll, I'll get there one day. Now this is the uh, the last one before we go to a break here. Okay, the upcoming AFL season is the most anticip- anticipated season this century. Gee, that's a big um, link. Lincoln Allen's gone way He's there gone on top big. shelf. He's he? gone big this morning, hasn't he? Look, you know what I like about this season is that you've got Richmond out of the eight. You've got them winning the flag, <laughs> and everyone else has got them winning the flag. Yep. The 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 AFL captains captains have got Colton making the eight. Yes. You and I have them out, but they oh, they can make the eight. Of course they can. Porter Porter a contender. Yes. Um, You've got them out. Go, uh, we've got them out. Gold Coast will, will definitely improve this year. We've got them out. So you, you could you could run a huge awesome. circle across thirteen teams. Yep. I reckon that on their day are, are capable of playing uh, premiership who cannot football. Make finals before we go to a break. It's Hawthorne, North Melbourne, West Coast. Uh, yes, I agree. With Adelaide. All them. No, I think they can. Essendon. I think they can. No, that was hot or not for another morning. 
Now, stay with us here, folks. We've got a, a ripper guest coming up. The la- former Labor leader, David O'Burn's going to join us this morning. He's now the president of the SFL. And we're going to talk some footy and sport with Mr O'Burn. Catch you after the break.